Hello folks, welcome along to the Michael Muto Show. Hope you're all doing well. When you hear this, when it's going up anyway, maybe you'll listen to it later, but when this is going up, it'll be the 30th of December, the day before New Year's Eve. I'm recording it though on the 25th. I just noticed. Last episode I recorded on the 15th. Now we're going to fifth. That's strange. Anyway, recorded some parts of it. Hope you enjoyed last the last week's episode actually. The Christmas episode. I had a lot of fun making that. Hope you all enjoyed it. And today now, as I say, I'm it's Stephen's Day and we're heading into that stretch now in between <laughs> Christmas and New Year's. When when I was a kid and I, I'm not the only person that noticed this, obviously it's people say this all the time. But that period in between Christmas and New Year's where there are no days. You know, the days of the week are gone. There are no days of the week. It's like, well, it's only so many days until New Year's Eve. (laughs) And then after that, then things go back to normal again. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Actually, I was writing about it today on my website, in the blog. And I started off talking about that. And then... Then I went on a big long tangent about the Dane. Dane TV or whatever you knew it as, whatever inca- incarnation. Uh, with Zig and Zag and Dustin and Saki and Zuppy and everything. And the <laughs> Christmas Eve specials they would do. And how I just loved them. And I, everyone that watched them as kids loved them. And it's just such an iconic thing they did, I don't know. It's just, and I was explaining what the den was then to people who maybe didn't know. But, yeah. I just, I just started talking about it and I said, like, well, that's what this post is about now. I'm just talking about this now and how the folks behind Zig and Zag are geniuses and everything. And just uh, talking about that. If you want to read that, uh, I'll put a link in the description of this podcast. Well, folks, we are nearly at the end of the year. A time where, you know, you're looking forward to the new year. Looking forward to it and also looking at it, you know. It's not right. What is going to happen this year? Maybe you've plans. Like, oh, I'm going to go here, I'm going to do this. Or maybe you're, you know challenges ahead of you maybe some opportunities you're hoping to take advantage of all kinds of things you know that you're going to be doing in the new year but also it's a time where you know you take stock of the year that's been you know and just inevitably you just end up doing that you know thinking about me and how this year radio show ended and then i decided to start this podcast with the same name but it's a bit different and you know all kinds of things like that and what I want to do with this show and what I want to do with the website and all kinds of fun ideas that I have and that I am very much looking forward to doing more of this podcast and really enjoying it you know I really <laughs> you're a kick out of it it's great fun enough so far do you know what actually I was thinking about podcasts in general right and how like over the years, people would say to me that they'd want advice about um, 
starting a podcast, like, right, what would be a good microphone to get or what kind of equipment should I get and stuff like that. Inevitably, if you work in radio, someone is going to ask you, hey, what would I need if I wanted to start a podcast, right? If someone's looking for microphone advice and you're working in radio, someone's going to ask you, okay? That's just a fact of life. Whether you knew anything about microphones or not, luckily for the person I did, uh, the people I should say, and I was able to... But the other thing, I remember getting asked one time, what actually is a podcast? What actually... What do I have to do for people to say, yeah, that's a podcast? And I was like, well, the one thing to remember is it's not actually a genre. It's a medium, you know. In my mind, anyway, I know people have definitions for things and they want to say this and that and the other thing. But for me, anyway, here's my definition of what a podcast is. It is an MP3 file that you get via an RSS feed. Lots of people say, oh, but isn't a podcast where it's more laid back and it's people chatting and that's what a podcast is. And go, that's a type of podcast. But, you know, if you were to say, well, it's an unscripted thing, and well, then explain something like Welcome to Nightville, where it is very much a scripted thing, you know? And there's music and all kinds of things in there. So that's a podcast. Do you know what I mean? So it really can be anything you want it to be. So that's what I'm going to do with this. I'm going <laughs> to... It's my own thing. It's the Michael Muto show. That's why it's called that. Because it's my thing. And I'm going to see what I can do with the medium. Do you know what, folks? I'm going to go inside and record the rest of this episode indoors. Well, now, folks, I am once again indoors. Got a nice cup of coffee here. And I am thinking that it is the last episode of the year back again next week of course but yeah so it, it seems that the kind of thing where you talk about your favorite stuff of the past year i suppose i'll do that right so some films i saw this year uh saw two films in the cinema this year and one was asteroid city by wes anderson and that i loved i really loved that film I love the way that it was a play within a TV show within a film. And then the play looked like a film and so on and so forth and things like that. And I just really liked it. And I thought that was a really interesting way of telling the story. It was the first time you had um, Tom Hanks in a Wes Anderson film, which I thought was a great match. And I was there watching going, hang on a minute. How is this possible? How can it be possible that Tom Hanks has never been in a Wes Anderson film before? That seems weird. He seems like a perfect fit here. And I hope to do more together. Now, uh, I really, that's why I really liked it. I really loved that. Now, I know some people are a bit lukewarm on Wes Anderson. People like myself love him and think he's brilliant. Other people are not too pushed on him too much. That's fine. Look, everything isn't for everyone. But at the same time, he's brilliant. So there we go. <laughs> No, so this isn't, uh, the other thing I should say, this isn't like some, the best list ever, and if you don't agree, you're wrong, kind of thing. I don't, I'm just talking about the films that I saw this year. Uh, the other thing actually from Wes Anderson too, were uh, short films he made for Netflix. He made some adaptions of Roald Dahl short stories. I thought he did a fabulous job of those. I thought it was really, now that was a really interesting way of doing things. Once again, that kind of, as if it was a play, but... It was like a play for TV, if you don't get what I mean. 
So all around Wes Anderson, thumbs up. Good job. <laughs> so Wes, if you're listening, <laughs> well done. <laughs> anyway, the other thing I saw in the cinema this year was Barbie. So and that was, I mean, that that really took over the public discussion, didn't it? That was like a big. That became a big, big thing this year. That was like the big film of the year that everybody was talking about. Everyone had an opinion about it. Everyone saw it. Every, I mean, it made tons and tons of money. It was huge. Let me feel so many wrote about it, including myself. Well, I went into that cinema. And, well, I knew I was in for something special. Because it was Greta Gerwig. And... I had just seen her adaption of Little Women. So I was like, right, this is going to be really, really interesting. Greta Gerwig is doing the Barbie film and she did not let me down. It was amazing. In just, I mean, you can say what the film was talking about was the amazing part of it. In that it was talking about feminism. It's talking about, um, you know, just... (laughs) people's rights uh gender roles it's talking about um you know commercialism it's talking about all these things but it was also really really visually creative i was not expecting all the the spectacular that i was going to see all of the visuals um it was just and then, but you see, like, right, you can have all the visuals, you can have all the, the, you know, what you're talking about, stuff like that. But at the end of the day, was it a good story? And for me, I thought it was a fantastic story. This is a wonderful story. And obviously, brilliant story. I was really, I'm not going to lie to you, okay? I sat in that cinema, and by the end of the film, there was tears in my eyes. I thought the film was amazing. Now, I spoke to some people, they were, not everyone loved it. Not everyone thought it was so great. Which is fine. As I say, like the Wes Anderson, not everything is for everyone. Boys, I really loved this film. I thought it was just wonderful. Here's what I want to see more of. I want to see more Greta Gerwig films. I want to see more of them, okay? <laughs> not saying I need one every year, but I cannot wait to see the next Greta Gerwig film. But I've also got to watch Lady Bird and all the other films she's made and starred in and stuff like that. I've got to go back and watch all those now because I saw Little Women. was blown away by Little Women. So Little Women was amazing. I was very late to the to the, you know, to the game or whatever you call it and watching that. But I thought that was brilliant. And I also, as I say, really liked Barbie. Now, let's talk about it. The elephant in the room. Michael, why haven't you been talking about Oppenheimer? I didn't get to see that yet. It is on my list. I will probably watch it. I By the time this comes out, I probably will have seen it. But as of recording, I have not seen it yet. Uh, looks really good. It looks like my kind of film. Looks like really, really good. It looks really interesting. But an extremely interesting historical figure. During an extremely interesting time in history. That is starring a extremely interesting actor. I love Killian Murphy. By the way, Americans, yes, that is how you pronounce his name. I do not know why people keep pronouncing it Cillian Murphy. He's an extremely famous actor. Don't know how you missed it. But anyway, regardless of it, it's pronounced Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy is how you pronounce it. Anyway, that all aside, uh, looks really good. 
I will probably watch it before the week is out. And uh, finally, having said that, I know it's been out for ages. I must actually sit down to watch it. It looks brilliant. Everyone I've spoken to that saw it says it's brilliant and all recommended it to me. So I must make time to watch that film. Anyway, there we go. That was my films that I saw this year. No, video games. What video games was I playing this year? Well, I was playing a few. But the one that sticks out to me right now. Maybe it's because it's recent. But the one that jumps out at me right now has got to be the Super Mario RPG remake. Here we go. Yep, that was my game that I liked this year. It was Super Mario RPG Remake. I never played the original, so this was all brand new to me. And I loved it. I loved it. And I was absolutely fantastic stuff. Very just stellar work. I was absolutely outstanding. I thought I've never, as I say, never played the original. Always looked very interesting, though. I've always wanted to play Super Mario RPG. And now, finally, I was able to get to see it. Uh, or play it, I should say. Now, if you don't know, yes, Super Mario RPG came out for the SNES, near the SNES's life. And it was a big collaboration between the now-named Square Enix and uh, Nintendo. And they came together to make a Mario RPG. And it's uh, it's held up. I really like it an awful lot. I think visually it looks interesting. Um, you know, I like the, I like the new visuals as well too. I always thought the original looked... Some people have said, and I agree with them, it looks almost like um i mean it's pre-rendered graphics which is like you know they make it look 3d but it's in a 2d sprite basically uh that looks interesting but it also looks kind of stop motiony if you know what i mean like it looks like it's made of clay i should say so that i always thought was interesting so that kind of has lost that for the remake but i thought the remake was great and so on but here is big thing I really liked about this game okay here's one of the things I really liked about this game I liked a lot of things I liked the writing I liked the uh, gameplay I liked the you know, everything about it I thought it was really good characters the everything the visuals that were great here's the thing I really liked about this game okay I bought this game physically put the game in the machine guess what happened the game played. They didn't ask me to download anything. There was no updates to be had. It was there on the card. Day one. There we go. More of that please and thank you. All are there. Now of course you might say. Mike that's because it was a remake. And that is that is why of course. Because when you make a game. It's a very big complicated thing. I understand that. And day one patches are a must. These days. Because games are even more complicated than they were back in the day but it was just nice it was nice to just have a game that was all there on the card waiting for me to play music wise of course CMAS put out a new album this year that was absolutely outstanding California has got to be one of my favorite songs off the album and of course I saw her perform it live at Steamboat Comics and Records and it was absolutely brilliant and met her afterwards and she signed my record and she was very cool and it was awesome she was absolutely incredible seeing her perform live and uh just such a she came across as an incredibly incredibly sweet and very very funny person as well too so just just really cool by the way cmat on the off chance you're out there listening to this uh or anyone knows her uh she wants to be on the podcast i mean that'd be cool too you know Anyway, so there we go. That was, 
Yeah, some stuff that I liked this year. Some stuff I thought was cool. Is that everything that I liked this year? No, it's not. But that's just what I'm thinking of right now. That just came into my head. Now, in future, I'll probably say, oh, by the way, you know. But hey, that's why I have those lists every week. You know, I put out those uh, Michael Miller shoutouts. But of course, they're not like my favorite things of all time. And there's no real order for those, which I like too, actually. There's no... Uh, I'm very bad at doing like a top 10. And I, but I love a top 10. I love a good top 10. Love when someone has their own opinion has a top 10. I love them. Love a good top 10. Find it very hard to do one myself though. But uh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll work on it. Maybe I'll, I'll try to put together a top 10. But I don't know. Of what? I don't know. What would I do a top 10 of? Movies or films or whatever you want to call them. Or songs or games or I don't know. But anyway, there we go. Do you know what else I was listening to this year? And <laughs> I don't know how I started listening to it, but it started, I think it would have been June, I think it started. And again, don't know why, but I've been loving it. And it was The Archers, which makes sense that I would like it because I love a nice audio drama. I love audio dramas. I love, you know, things like that. And it is, I mean, it's the longest one. So that's probably why, because I was like, right, well, uh, what else is going on at, the, at right now? What else is being put out? Because I know, like, Big Finish, of course, have a lot of stuff out there. But I was like, who else is making things? I knew, like, the BBC have stuff, little dramas and things like that. And I was like, right, okay. And there's, like, there's a drama on RT1 as well, too. They put them out on Sunday evenings. And But I was like, right, what's the, like... You know, what when people talk about radio dramas, they often bring up the archers out it, right? Better actually listen to this thing. And you know what, folks? There's a reason it's been on so long, because it's pretty good. And uh, I love the soundscape of it, I love the you know <laughs> it's just nice to listen to. It. It's really good fun, kind of checking in with your pals in Ambridge, which is the village where it's all set in. And just really good. And I, I but I've never really been a big soap opera fan. But this is my supper, I guess, that I check out now. But, uh, yeah, there we go. That's um, something that I started listening to and enjoying this year was The Archers. Didn't think I would become an Archers listener, but here we are. <laughs> anyway, the other thing about me this year, okay, to kind of wrap it up here, is that, well, folks, I think I finally settled on a haircut and facial hair <laughs> every now and again if you know me I'll mix it up but now it seems like uh, the facial hair and my haircut is now set in stone that's just how I look that's uh, me going forward and uh, you know what I'm actually going to post the link in the description here of this podcast to a picture uh, on the website where this is what I look like <laughs> so if you don't know what I look like you're gonna see it and uh, so I think I, I think I've finalized on the configuration you know what I mean <laughs> this is the final configuration my hair, the hair is long and I've got a you know mustache and little beard and stuff like that and that's just gonna be it going forward maybe I'll change my maybe I will change I don't know, but uh, it seems to suit me anyway. That seems to be the way my suits my face, you know. So yeah, because I'm very, I've been very, I can be very fickle. 
about my appearance and what way I want to look, my haircut, facial hair, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. But I think now it's settled in. This is it. I think everyone agrees. Suits me. So there we go. <laughs> the base is ended. What an odd thing to end the episode with about my hair. But it was something that happened to me during the year that I wanted to talk about as well too. Um, yeah. So anyway. But, you know, it's you know, like everyone's life. There's been ups and downs and, you know, all kinds of things. But, hey, it's the end of the year, onwards to 2024. Let's all make it an absolutely outstanding year. I don't know if I have any New Year's resolutions as of yet anyway. I think just kind of always trying to improve and make myself better than I was the year before in every aspect, you know, being a better listener, being a better around friends things like that you know maybe skills improve skills you know always trying to improve all kinds of little things but anyway whatever you have planned for the new year i hope it's a brilliant one and until next year this has been michael muto your podcast pal bye folks happy new year <laughs> <laughs>